One side of the table is made up of public officials, the parish president, all the mayors, the port directors, the tourist commission director, uh, the superintendent of schools, members of both councils uh, on one side of the table. The other side of the table is made up of private business uh, people, movers and shakers, investors, people who are passionate about growing their business, people who are passionate about growing our parish and its opportunities. It's really the only place in the parish that I know that the public and private can come together and have the hard conversations that are necessary about, you know, how do we get uh, infrastructure to be improved? How do we uh, make our community more attractive uh, in a whole host of ways? How do we support our educational system and, and um, you know, get our workforce trained and, you know, have that world-class workforce that's necessary to really move those opportunities forward? There's just so many aspects to, to economic development that having a strong board that can really weigh in on both sides of that coin are very important. And so uh, just very blessed to have such a great board. Our, uh, our chairman this year, uh, Mr. Chad Coutois with New York Life Insurance and Advantage Assets is a great asset to our board and uh, our executive committee, and so we appreciate his service as well. Indeed, indeed. So let's uh, go around the table. Yeah, absolutely. And so we start, our, you know, again, our, our board meeting uh, is the second Thursday of each month uh, here at our offices at 101 Burke Street, beautiful downtown New Iberia. And we start off each meeting, you know, we've got, we're a member-driven organization, an investor-driven organization. And so we celebrate, we, we pull out a business member of the month, right, to celebrate all month long. And this month's business member of the month is the Hunter Group. Uh, the Hunter Group is a, uh, a, a great firm that is focused on renewable energy, renewable biogas, uh, a group of consultants here that are, are nationally known for their con, uh, consulting on biogas, landfill gas, uh, that uh, area. They're based right here in New Iberia, doing big things. And so thanks uh, to uh, the good folks over at the Hunter Group for being members and being part of the IDF family. We appreciate it. We also start the meeting with uh, by letting folks know, you know, we've got, we've got so many sites, so many uh, properties around our parish that are just ripe for, for growth and investment. Uh, we've got lists of those of those availability, and so we try to pull out one to spotlight each month. And this month's commercial property spotlight of the month is the former Keystone uh, facility on Highway 90. It's located at 8404 Highway 90. Uh, they they're in another location now, but their property is available. Uh, it's a significant property, a lot of great warehouse space, office space, and really it's on Highway 90, so the traffic count is unbeatable. Uh, it's a really visible location, and so. Uh, it's being offered by uh, Tiffany Chasson with Frontline Realty. Tiffany can be reached at 337-769-3535. Um, a lot of square footage, great space, great opportunities out there. And again, right there on Highway 90, right as you come in from St. Martin Parish in Tiberia Parish, right there on the left, uh, right there on the frontage road. And so uh, take, it, take, it, take a look at it. Uh, give Tiffany a call and uh, you know, help, us, help us fill that space uh, with some good jobs and uh, look forward to continuing to spotlight uh, various commercial properties around the parish that we can all celebrate together. There you go. Uh, I mentioned, of course, the, the, the first uh, set of reports comes to me, and so I mentioned to our board that I had the distinct honor of uh, making presentations this month to uh, the Chamber's Leadership Iberia class this year on their Economic Development Day and also to their Firestarter Junior, junior Leadership Group. These are some great programs that the Greater Iberia Chamber of Commerce offers. Um, the Leadership Iberia class this year is a big class, and 
very passionate about growth, and I just really appreciate them stepping up and wanting to learn more about our community and what we can do together. And so uh, looking forward to uh, continuing to work with them. But we had a great opportunity to make a, a presentation there. Uh, they were uh, on their economic development day. They were learning about the Port of Iberia, all the wonderful oil and gas assets that we have here, uh, the airport and all of its, all of its future plans, uh, the things that are happening with, you know, with Progress Point and with uh, our pharmaceutical uh, industry, but also with our healthcare industry industry, the wonderful hospitals we have here. And, you know, just this is a very passionate group. And I was so just so honored to be able to have that open conversation with them. You didn't mention agriculture. Do they look at that on another day? Is I think they do. I think they do. I think they do. But there were a lot of questions about agriculture. I mean, very people are, you know, they're very proud of our sugarcane industry. Uh, They're very proud of our farming industry. And so there were a lot of questions about that as well. I think the focus is on a different day, I think, uh, for for that. Uh, Because when I was in leadership, we had an opportunity to take a tour of the local sugar mill, local sugar mills and things like that. Very important. And there were some questions there, too. I think we should have a festival to celebrate that industry. High sugar. There you go. (laughs) that's coming soon so folks that are just in the uh the community for the first time or just maybe passing through come on back for the louisiana sugarcane festival it's a great time looking forward to that two weeks Absolutely. So I uh, also had an opportunity. We talked a little bit about the biomedical facility project that's up and coming. Uh, we also talked a bit about the, S- uh, the Small Business Administration uh, seminars that IDF has been hosting over the last couple of months. We've had great turnout. Um, the first one was about how to get uh, capital, how to access capital for your business idea, uh, you know, businesses, th- small businesses thrive on their access to capital. And so we were happy to bring that seminar last month. This month, we had uh, our second in the seminar series, and its focus was on uh, business insurance. And um, there's a lot of discussion within our board and I know across the business community here in Iberia Parish about the high cost of insurance and the accessibility of insurance, whether it's homeowners, business liability, flood insurance, those costs, and, you know, how we can all uh, work together. And this seminar, uh, I think, was very enlightening on, you know, educating folks about uh, how insurance rates are are arrived at, whether it's uh, an actuary or whether it's, you know, federal policy or or things like that. And, uh, you know, no solutions, but a lot of educational in that education process. And so looking forward to continuing to try to bring those educational points on insurance and on higher utility costs uh, to the community as we go through. As a matter of fact, it's my understanding that uh, that Mike Francis will be coming soon for a, for a town hall, and I encourage folks – uh, that's coming soon. I don't have the date in front of me, but either do I. But it's going to be at the Slimen. But he's also, I think, going to appear at the Parish Council, right? As as well. And so that'll be a great opportunity to talk with Mr. Francis about his views and his thoughts on on those uh, utility rates and and what we can what we can potentially do and how, how those things are arrived at because I think it's a big question, not only for businesses but for residents in our community. So hopefully we can get some answers there. Uh, we were so happy to be to uh, be able to put on the ribbon cutting for a new business, Additive Innovators, here in Iberia Parish during the month. Mr. Jace Dugas and those folks out on Highway 90 uh, investing in Iberia Parish, opening a new business. I saw a lot of 3D printers and a lot of a lot of really cutting edge equipment out there. Mm. So so happy uh, for Jace and the folks at Additive Innovators. Thanks to you. Thank thank you for making your investment here in Iberia Parish and locating your business here. We look forward to the great things to come. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. And that was that were that was my announcements. And then, of course, we did a little bit on the uh, economic indicator front. Well, I get which I'll get to after the board reports. 
Uh, Mayor Carol Bourgeois from Generette is on our board as well. He mentioned that the Cabot facility out there, uh, the former Fruit of the Loom facility, who's been occupied by uh, Cabot, uh, uh, they do... Uh, carbon black processing and other things, uh, that facility, it's owned by the city and it's leased uh, from the city by Cabot. Uh, they're uh, going through their 10-year renewal right now and so working on ways that they can improve the facility out there and continue to, pro- to provide those jobs uh, for that particular area, which is great. Uh, they're still working on their grocery uh, project. Yes, mm-hmm. you know, as you listeners may know, there was a fire out there at the, the community grocery a couple of months ago. Uh, they've been uh, offering grocery services through Rain Tree Market and others uh, in the area. Second Harvest Food Market uh, has been coming uh, to the community offering uh, uh, groceries for sale in the interim. Uh, but we're still actively recruiting and looking for uh, investors who might be interested in, in um, you know, providing those grocery sales out there. And I know the mayor's very interested in that as well. Um, he also mentioned that Albania Plantation, which is uh, you know big uh, uh, historic uh, plantation home out in Generet, is, was recently purchased by some investors uh, from the New Orleans area. And he mentioned that those investors have expressed some interest in doing some other investments in the Generet area as well. So we appreciate that. I seem well. to remember an artist uh, had had an interest in that a few years ago. Has it changed? Since then, I think so. Okay. I think so. But there's been a lot of great, you know, Albania is a beautiful place, and yeah. it's just what a great asset it is for our area. And so, just happy to hear that there continues to be good investment out there and interest in investing in the larger town itself. And so, uh, hats off to the mayor for, for, promoting, uh, for promoting the community in that way and, and continuing to get interest in that way. Superintendent Heath Hulan, uh, Superintendent of Schools, Heath Hulan is on our board as well. He mentioned he gives us a sales, a monthly sales tax report uh, each month. He mentioned that sales tax collections for the recent month were even uh, from this time last year. Uh, auto sales uh, parish-wide were down just a little bit, but if, so if you factor out the auto sales uh, decline just a little bit, and I think that's might be avail- might be just availability, availability of inf- inventory, then uh, sales taxes would have been significantly higher. And so uh, good, healthy sales tax collections, good, healthy uh, retail sales across the parish over the last few months. And so certainly hope that continues. Interest rates have popped up a little bit. Uh, right. You think I'm that sure that's got something to do with it bit? as well. We've got a, late, a lot of great car dealerships here in town, and I know they're working hard to you know keep their inventories where they need to be and to make those sales and do their thing. So I encourage people, go out and check out their inventories now and and, uh, you know, give those folks some good business here locally. And, uh, you know, but I think things are pretty strong across the board. And so, you know, we, we, were, we were happy to hear that. You know, you might recall over the last couple of years, we've been breaking records when it comes yeah. to, uh, to uh, retail sales and sales tax collections. And so we're going to get into this period, I think, where we may be even Stephen. But remember, that even Stephen was a record breaker this yeah. time last yeah. year. And so I think good things there as well. Uh, Heath mentioned that Leadership Iberia's Education Day is coming up soon. And so uh, they'll be hosting that and having an opportunity to talk with the leadership class about about our education system and what they're doing to prepare our future workforce. And I think they'll get certainly get a lot out of that. And uh, appreciate Mr. Hewlin participating in that as well. Um, they're currently working with the Chamber of Commerce on putting together a business after hours event, um, a potential business after hours event, where they'll invite the community and the business community to come in and check out Career Campus. Uh, the new Iberia, the Iberia Career Campus here in Iberia Parish is really a technical high school in many respects. Uh, you hear all across the country about high school systems are, you know, creating these technical college, these technical campuses where they're doing work for hands-on workforce training. 
Iberia Parish has been doing that for many, many, many years at the Career Campus, which is located out at, at the air, near the airport. And so this is just going to be a great opportunity to kind of open the doors, let folks know uh, about the great workforce development tra- and training that's going on with Career Campus there as well. Uh, this is also a National Attendance Awareness Month, uh, and as a result of that, um, he's working uh, with the DA's office and others uh, on anti-truancy uh, uh, efforts, uh, making sure that kids are in school, making sure that if you're supposed to be in school, you're in school, making sure that we know that, you know, be right-minded is the slogan that's being used for this campaign during National Attendance Awareness Month, and want to make sure that we support all of those efforts uh, to, to make sure that kids are in school, and I think that there's a big push to make sure that that's the case. Real good. Uh, Mayor, uh, sorry, uh, Mo Sanji, the uh, airport director out at the Acadiana Regional Airport, is on our board as well. And he mentioned that the airport has applied for a $290,000 grant for uh, taxiway rehab and design. There are a number of different, um, you know, we always focus on the 8,002-foot runway out at the airport. <laughs> but there are many other taxiways and some other runway areas that uh, need rehab as far as for general aviation and corporate traffic. I know that they're working very hard on rehabilitating some of those taxiways ways out there and i know they're going to be successful they're very uh you know the not only the director but also the board out there is very active and aggressive in, in seeking those funding opportunities and so i know that they'll be uh successful but there's a lot of focus on rehabbing those taxiways because when you rehab taxiways you're uh, creating more opportunities for future hangar development and so they've also applied for some grants with the delta regional authority to the tune of about eight hundred twenty thousand or so dollars or so to construct new hangars out there. Uh, the airport, when it comes to hangar space, the airport's full. And so they're looking to, to uh, construct new hangars, build out new hangar opportunities, you know, so that more, fo- more aircraft come in, uh, more aircraft are based at the airport. Just a wonderful airport. We just need to try to continue to focus on building out more hangar space uh, for all of the demand that comes in each and every day. He mentioned that the uh, the expansion project at Aviation Exteriors, AVEX, uh, that, that project is moving forward. They're going to be doing uh, passenger-to-cargo conversions in Phase 1, remodeling offices, remodeling hangars uh, to facilitate that. So that project is moving forward. It's really a great project. It's a lot of great investment and uh, looking forward to the jobs that it will create. Uh, Freeman Jet Center, the new fixed base operator out at the airport, uh, has made a significant investment in their facility at Acadiana Regional Airport. As a matter of fact, where folks know where the building was, the former, the former Pelican Aviation, Mo mentioned yesterday, they're going to be gutting that building and completely renovating it and building it out again, which is going to be a significant investment and a significant improvement uh, at the airport. By, so, by the company or the airport? By the company. Oh, by the company. And so, so I think that, you know, uh, Freeman's really going to be getting in there and, and doing some big things. And so appreciate them and, and the investment that they're making uh, in our area as well. Uh, Ms. Dion Viator, who's the CEO of Iberia Medical Center, is on our board as well. She mentioned the low patient count in the COVID, uh, respect, from a COVID perspective, so uh, that's certainly good news. And she also mentioned that the airport is going to be embarking on a renovations and electrical upgrade project. That's going to significantly upgrade the electrical uh, capacity at the, at the uh, hospital. A lot of redundancy. You know, it's got to work. You know, air, uh, hospital stuff's got to work. And so uh, I think they're going to be doing some significant electrical upgrades. People may see that uh, construction and renovation going on. That's going to be about a 13 to 14 month project. And so just another upgrade on really premier healthcare opportunities uh, here in the parish. You know, we always encourage folks to shop Iberia first. I also encourage folks to get their healthcare uh, here in Iberia Parish first. We've got a great uh, healthcare provider community 
and I encourage folks to do that. Mr. Rob Cohen uh, is our uh, Chamber of Commerce representative. He's on the board as well. And he mentioned that, uh, you know, of course, the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off is coming soon uh, to an October near you. And uh, he mentioned that uh, 75 teams so far have signed up for the, for the Gumbo Cook-Off. Looking forward to the smell of rue and the, mm-hmm. and the, and the beginning of gumbo season uh, around here. So uh, give, the, give the Chamber of Office a call if you'd like to sign up your team or if you just want to know more about how to come and enjoy the World Championship Gumbo Cook-Off. Then we got into the economic indicator report, which I give uh, each month to our board. Uh, drilling permits are up. Um, we only use confirmed numbers, so uh, we don't use estimated numbers. So these are all sourced. Official offices give us these numbers. And so the latest drilling, monthly drilling, Louisiana drilling permit numbers are 78 for the month of June. Um, that's down a little bit from May, but significantly up from June of 2021 when there were only 42 drilling permits issued. And so um, I think you'll find that with drilling permits and with actual drilling, it goes with the, with the price of, of oil and gas. So, for instance, the rig count, the Louisiana rig count, is at 67 for the month of June. That's up significantly from 52 uh, in June of last year. And so uh, I'm looking at a, a bar graph, as you can see, as you know, the trends are, are higher as we go through. And of course, that usually correlates with the price of oil and gas going up and down. And so sh- a strong rig count. Uh, these are, by the way, these are Louisiana rig count. This does not include uh, rigs in federal waters. This is uh, strictly those that are on land and within state waters. It could always be higher, but it is, you know, the, the, the count is up significantly. Louisiana sweet uh, crude oil prices, the, of course, you know, our statistic shows uh, July prices were at $102 a barrel, down a little bit from, uh, from June at $115 a barrel. I checked the spot price yesterday, probably about $80, $81 a barrel. Up, up today, um, a little bit. Uh, 260 a barrel higher 8614 8614 but 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 down over over time that's a lot of that has to do with with the global with the global energy situation a lot of that has to do with russia and ukraine a lot of that has to do with national energy policy and so uh i think you'll see that for a little while but you know over the last 12 months uh oil and gas numbers have been significantly higher Let, let, let me put it to you this way it was 102 in July of this way this year. It was 73 dollars a barrel this time last year. So there was a, I think, a Russia-Ukraine effect, if mm-hmm. you will, nationally. Uh, also, uh, you know, inflation and things like that. Uh, it is down a little bit now, but I do expect that personally. I expect that to improve uh, over time, if we, especially if we can get our our national energy policy in order and you know put some stability in there. I think that would certainly. Uh, be important as we go through. So Louisiana natural gas prices, uh, just to give you a feel, uh, July numbers were $8.20 per unit, um, which in July of 2021, it was about $3.71 a unit. So it's almost three times higher when it comes to uh, the price of natural gas on the market. Of course, you know, while it's great for our natural gas businesses and those that are focused in that way, higher natural gas prices affect utility costs and everything across the board. So when you see higher electric, electrical prices, typically that has a lot to do with higher natural gas prices as well. Because, frankly, that's in many cases, especially around Louisiana, that's what generates most of our electricity. Yeah. I, not all of it, of course, but it, a lot of it is generated uh, that way. Um, let's see. So uh, let me get over here to... The, sorry, looking for the, give me a moment. 
uh, let's see, I don't have those numbers right in front of me, but I'll, I'll kind of go from memory okay. here. All right. So the unemployment rate for the, the confirmed unemployment rate for July was five and a half percent up a little bit. I think it was five point one percent in June, uh, significantly higher last uh, summer. Five point five percent is very is very uh, stable and I think very good. Many economists consider five percent unemployment to be full unemployment. We always want to see those numbers lower, uh, but five point five percent. I think is pretty steady. Uh, there are still a lot of jobs out there that are available. Folks are looking for skilled labor, um, and so you know there's still some of that uh, movement in the market. So I do see those numbers maybe going down a little bit uh, over time, maybe another half percent or so. Uh, but 5.5 percent is, is I think pretty strong, and we can continue to work hard to, to bring it lower. You mentioned skilled labor, but I'm guessing there's opportunities to develop those skills oh, on the job. Yeah, so, so you know, the, the jobs that are out there run the gamut from, um, you know, highly skilled and specialized labor to those that just have basically basic entry-level skills. Uh, I think more and more businesses now are willing to train you in-house. There's also uh, SLCC has a, also has mm-hmm. great technical uh, training programs where you can come in and upgrade your skills to kind of fit where those jobs are. Uh, but we're talking about, you know, auto body shop, oil and gas, um, uh, aviation, uh, health care, and many retail establishment, establishments around our community are looking for workers and, uh, you know, with certain skill sets. And we encourage folks, we, we post those job opportunities on our Facebook page. I encourage folks to reach out and like us at Iberia Industrial Development Foundation. Uh, a lot of great job opportunities uh, in law enforcement and, and in many other uh, uh, realms. We post those as we hear about them. Um, I did a quick count the other day. You know, we talk about shipbuilding and, you know, a whole host of different things. A few hundred jobs, and that was just me, uh, you know, jotting them down on a piece of paper, the, the businesses that I've talked to that are looking for folks. Uh, a, few, a few hundred jobs that are available right now, and I know that that's just a cursory count. I know typically there's three or four times more than I, than I jotted down on that paper. And so um, a lot of great opportunities. I would encourage folks to check out laworks.net. laworks.net is the website for the Louisiana Workforce Commission. There's a lot of great jobs listed there as well as training opportunities. And so check that out and get into the workforce. It's a great time to get in. There you go. Any other uh, news openings, uh, things on the horizon? Well, you know, the uh, crust pizza, uh, uh, call it the crust pizza facility. Uh, it's actually a three-unit facility, which is uh, coming up here uh, on Emerald Oil here in New Iberia, right in front of Rouse's. The construction on that is moving forward at, at you know, at the expected pace. Uh, I, I think that there's going to be some great restaurant opportunities and other shop opportunities there. Uh, that we can all look forward to. Um, I've seen the folks at the Town and Country Market, the former Winn-Dixie Shopping Center, have done some significant improvements over there. Really appreciate their investment and what they've done to the facility. I know that they're working on some various concepts and, you know, filling in the rest of that square footage there, and I know it'll be a great addition to our community. Uh, Looking forward to what that'll bring. Really excited to hear what's going on in New Iberia with all of the projects, you know, whether it's the kayak dock or a lot of the, the, uh, you know, the new uh, visitors' information kiosk here downtown and what the mayor and 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 jane bro and the city council are doing uh to really invest in our city and do some good things in the city very exciting and so uh just really happy to be a part of it and happy to you know happy to be included in a lot of the discussions that go on with that so thanks to everyone i know it's been a lot of hard work and we continue to move forward yeah see uh, some work at rotary park and just this morning i Notice the barricades are removed. I assume Surrett Alley is now open. They did the sidewalk work along the uh, museum, 
and I guess they've opened it up without any fanfare. No, I think it, you know, it's really coming. It's a beautiful park, and you know, I didn't really realize how much I, I used Surrett Alley until it was closed. Mm-hmm. And so glad to hear that's opening now, and it's just another thoroughfare to get folks around, and so just another beautiful addition to our downtown. Real good. Anything else before we let you go? No, that's it. I just encourage folks to reach out if they'd like to ask us any questions. Uh, our offices are located at 101 Burke Street, beautiful downtown New Iberia. Our local phone number is 337 367 0834. You can check out our brand new website uh, at www.iberiabiz.org. Looking forward to talking with you. Remind us about the podcast. Absolutely. The mic drop. Thank you for, for bringing that up. We are uh, on uh, both Spotify and Podbean. Uh, go reach out. It's called The Mic Drop with Mike Tarantino. It's a community based uh, podcast. We're talking about all of the things that are going on here in our community, all of the wonderful assets. We just posted a new episode. We had a great uh, hour long conversation with Wendell Verrett who I call the, the head honcho over at the, uh, the Delcom Seafood and Farmer's Market and also the port director at the Port of Delcom, talking about the shrimp industry and all of the wonderful opportunities to get your hands on some of the good stuff a la shrimp uh, out in, in, uh, in Delcom. And so check us out and let us know what you think. Real good. Mike, always a pleasure. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it.